We're on. on. We've been on before. We've been on before. Welcome everyone to uh, What Lurks on Channel X in this uh, new location. This lovely new location. Yeah, we'll call it that. Eric's new home. Temporary period of time. It's a little dreary. It's a little different. It is. For uh, those of you with the benefit of video, you can see us and his stylish pants. The reason we're sitting in in, in the hospital right now is unfortunately Eric has come down with... um, Well, bad case of tumor. It's one way of putting it. I have a tumor. He has a tumor. He's come down with a bad case of brain tumor. Fortunately, tomorrow they're going to be removing this. Removing part of my brain. Yes, he has a few hours of surgery ahead of him. Mm. I am going to Dimension X. Mm. He's going to go there, and when he comes back, he's going to let us know what was there. Hopefully it's something interesting, because if not, that will suck. Then what's the point? Really. So, Eric is going to be taking a break from the show for a while. Just a a smidge of time. While he recovers. Yeah. And when he's back, and 100%, he'll be back to the show. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. We can talk about brain people. We can talk about brain people, if that's what you want to do. I really don't. No, then we won't. Not your brain people. (laughs) His brain people. My brain people. Apparently he's got people in his brain now. I had that once. Really? They're going to remove... Does it? But then it goes away. Goes away again. All right. All right. Now that we got that out. Um, Anywho, in the, mean, in the meantime, uh, uh, this week we discussed UFOs. This we week. did. We did. We talked about alien abductions and things of the sort. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. You saw an alien. I've seen an alien. You saw an alien. I saw something. I think you told us about it. I did. So everybody's got to listen to that. This will be our final broadcast of 2015. I'll be recording a new show in January. If Eric feels up to it, he'll be there. I'm going to play that by ear. We don't know how much of the frontal lobe they're taking out and how long it's going to be before they build the brain back up and I'm able to complete sentences. So there's a possibility we'll have an update soon with Eric as a slurry mess. Ooh, really doesn't sound good at all. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Good thoughts. Good thoughts, yes. I please. need good thoughts. Send us your good thoughts. Send us your well wishes and everything. And ladies, nude shots. I'm going to be stuck in bed. <laughs> He's bored. So uh, this week on Channel X, we'll enjoy our discussion on alien abductions and UFOs. And uh, have yourselves a happy holiday and a good new year. And we'll see you in 2016. Mm. Uh, hopefully Eric will be back with us sooner than later. Yeah, I like that idea. All right. Take care, everybody, and... Uh, Enjoy your holidays. See you next year on What Lurks on Channel X. Good night. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of What Lurks on Channel X. Good evening. Eric's with us again. I am. Yeah. Like a permanent fixture. Yeah. Just can't get rid of. Seems like it. Seems like it. The chair is starting to uh, It is forming to my ass. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's getting a nice mold there. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable for others to sit here. I got a big ass. Wow. I got some compliments from the ladies on my ass. Have you now? Well, I've been doing squats. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. Burns a lot of calories, squats. It does. Squats burn a lot. You do wall squats, too? Wall squats? No, Those I just do are... free fall. Oh, free wall, fall squats. Squats. wall squats. Wall squats. Wall squats. Kick your ass hard. 
I've done squats against the wall, and that's a pain in the ass. That's hell on the legs. It is. You need a second person, though, because you just you can't get yourself up sometimes. I can. It's a little difficult. I'm in pretty decent shape, but I haven't mm. been to the gym in a couple months. Oh, okay. Well, then you probably can't get yourself no, up. No, I probably couldn't. You probably couldn't do it. Let's not get into that. Well, we already did. Shit. It's a little late. Yeah, well. Should have stopped while you were ahead. So, what is on the docket for tonight? Uh, well, today's show is going to be uh, about a subject that I think we're both heavily interested in. Mm. Especially, uh, uh, last week was a very interesting show. What was last week again? La- it was the Shadow People. Oh. Well, we both had experiences with Shadow People. Yeah, yeah. Which made it for interesting conversation. <laughs> this time, uh, you're the one with the experience of sorts. This one, I have an experience of sorts. Today, we are talking about uh, aliens. Al- yeah, UFO Ooh. sightings. Ooh. UFO sightings. UFO sightings. First things first. Um, do you believe in aliens? Yes. You believe that have they, that they've been here? They've been here. Yes. You believe people have seen them? No. You well, believe- not all the people. No. Well, no, not all. Some, the people some, some people have. Some people have not. Do you do you subscribe to the David Icke theory of the? Is this going to be like Ghostbusters? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which one is this? The, the, the David Icke theory. What is the David Icke the theory? The reptilians. You have no idea what the reptilians I are. don't know what the reptilians are. We talking oh, V now? No. Well, somewhat, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, David Icke is a is a uh, conspiracy theorist. Very popular British guy. Uh, going, I love the Brits. Yeah, yeah. This guy's this guy's a little out there. He's very entertaining. I enjoy a lot of his... He, makes, he says a lot of... A lot of very interesting things. He says some crazy shit. He he says some really crazy shit. You know, like you know how you know Alex Jones. Yeah, you know Alex Jones is well. Well, David Icke is the Alex Jones of England. Alrighty then. He's not quite as loud and obnoxious, <laughs> but um, yeah, he is. He is the definitely far, far out there guy. David Icke believes that. Uh, there is a alien race of reptilian humanoid shapeshifters. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. And they have You got my attention they there. They have infiltrated they have infiltrated the highest uh areas of the no, of the, the world governments and the military industrial complex. Christ, and nobody noticed. <laughs> no, oh well, well that's just it. They're shapeshifters. So people like uh um George Bush they're actually reptilian aliens that have shapeshifted to look like human beings. George Bush, I believe, is actually a glob of clay of some kind. And uh, <laughs> he gets uh, a lot of uh, flack. But what did you expect? He's just a glob of clay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you know what? I'm not, gonna, I'm not making fun of the guy. He actually has... If you want some of his things, he... He makes a good case for some of it. He's got a good reptilian He's case? He's got a very good case for it, except for the fact that... He He's batshit crazy. <laughs> he believes that these people are reptilians. <coughs> right. That they are actually shape-shifting reptiles. Beyond that, he makes a good case for it. Right. But he still, we're talking about shape-shifting yes, reptiles. Yes, exactly. You, you can't get you can't you, get you over that. you got to get past that, 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 hump. that hump of the, uh, the, the shape-shifting... Yes, reptiles. Yes. Okay. Yes. Once you can accept that, once you, you can accept anything, once, once you can accept that that's possible, right? Then the rest is just kind of falls into place. <laughs> but uh, oh, I, I don't mean to insult him. I, I really don't. I'm not trying to insult him. 
Uh, I've watched plenty of his. I've I own some of his DVDs, and I've watched plenty of his speeches. And I've listened. I, whenever he's on a he's on a podcast that I know of, I see he's on a you know, interview. You gotta so listen. I, to no, it. I will listen to it. Yeah, because, yeah. because uh, uh, most of his speeches will be a good three four hour speech. The first two and a half hours is just pure information. He will definitely prove to you that there is some global conspiracy out there to to rule us. And then he hits the reptilians, and then you're it. you're fucked. And that's it. then, it's your then, fucked. then they're just like, all right, dude, you you, you just went you, too far. You, you went too far with you that. You went one. too far. Like I was buying just, all of it, and then you said reptile people, then you said and I'm like, because, fuck you. Yes, then you then you said it's because they are evolved snakes, and I said, oh motherfucker. Yeah, you you're so close. You had me. It's like Alex Jones. He can have. He'll get you. He'll get you so close, and then he starts talking about the Satan worshiping. That, that, yeah, that 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 everybody in the government is actually devil worshippers, and they're trying to. That's bring, not that far fetched. They're trying to bring Lucifer. <laughs> no, but he's like like that. They're actually trying to raise Lucifer. He speaks. Oh yeah, well okay. He yeah, that's speaks it. about it as if Lucifer is a real thing, and that they're actually Wait, worshiping not? the devil. He's not. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I was hoping Lucifer was real. Louis, come I'm on. I'm sorry. He 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 does. He he talks about it like demons are real things. And uh, I, I work I just... with children. I don't think that that's far fetched. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, listen. Yeah. To each their own. So yeah. So like I said, they both have their merits and the things, and they're good until they hit that point. Yeah. When. And one starts like, talking about right, the devil, and the stop. other one starts talking about reptilians, and that's yeah. when I just—that's when they lose me personally. Yeah, there's a lot of people that follow them, there's a lot of people that listen, and a lot of people that believe it. And you know what? That's that's wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, if if who knows? Maybe we'll find out that they were right one day, and we were the idiots for not believing it. I mean, we told stories of these fucking imaginary shadow creatures we saw last week. Yeah. So I mean, this guy's saying that there's reptilians in Congress. I mean, for a single for for a single uh, um, reptile brain, it wouldn't be far fetched for most members of Congress and Houses of Parliament uh, to have that to have that like. Little... All right, all right, I'll give you that. But you know, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I I just I just can't believe that half of the half of the uh, half of the powers that be are you know characters from Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, though? That, you know what? I, I I'm might... a big Doctor Who fan, so you know. <laughs> yeah, you know the reptilians that live yeah, underground. Yeah, the, that's the, the dinosaur he, people. That's pretty yeah. much what he thinks that they are. Well, it was a good episode of Doctor Who. It was good. They, they became companions for a while. She they was his companion. Did. That's right. She was. Yeah, she was a companion for a while with the whole thing. And all right. So, um, but we're not going to talk about that today. I just had a. We are not going to talk about no, Doctor we, Who. No, we had to. No, no. Well, we might talk about Doctor Who, but we're not going to talk about reptilians. No? No. No, I just had to get all the ridiculousness out first. <laughs> we had to hit the pinnacle. So now we could come back to the possible. You the know, possible after we get the past believable the, uh, reality yeah. thing of it. All right. Uh, I, I, do, I do believe there are aliens. Okay, I believe yeah. that there are aliens. I, I, I believe that the I universe honestly, is too big. I, exactly. For us to think that we're I don't we're think it's, it's possible. I don't think it's possible. Wouldn't that be sad if we're the only incredible rock waste of space. in the universe? Incredible waste of space. All right. Uh, I mean, the universe, the universe as they know right now is about, what, 16 billion years old? But the Earth itself 
and the, this solar system is only like four or five. So what right. about the first, you know, nine billion years, ten billion years? What happened? Nothing. I I, I am under the impression that there was some. I want to uh, know who figured out the timeline. The timeline of what exactly? The universe. Uh, it's basically how how large the universe is, how fast it's expanding. Okay. Uh, the rate of its ex- of its expansion. They basically um, count backwards. <clears throat> count backwards. You see that uh, the universe is is expanding and it's moving faster as it goes out. It's speeding up right. as it expands. So they calculated in reverse, slowing it down inward. How long it would have taken, based on its speed moving outward, how long it would take to bring it back in. Okay. And that's how they figured out how old it was. That's subscribing to the Big Bang Theory. Okay. You know? That's what that is. Bring it back that it was a singularity at one point. How long ago was it a singularity until where it is now based on its speed of acceleration? So basically, a train leaves Chicago moving at 60 miles an hour and another one leaves... That sort of thing. Yeah, let's not do that, but okay. But that's essentially what they did. They figured out it's moving at such a speed, this is how long it would have been before it was here. Right. Since it has been in this, this, you know, in a singularity. (laughs) That was the equation that they... That's how they figured out. They got the equation for it. The universe is very big. Um... To think that it's just us, yeah, is silly. I, I, yeah, I think it's just an awful waste of space in the simplest form of saying. Right. Okay. I mean, even our own solar system, we have how many planets? Because I, I get confused. Well, because now, of the Pluto now, thing. now we only have eight. Eight. Now we have eight. Yeah, it's eight planets. Pluto would have been nine. And I'm still not completely. Well, uh, well, Pluto's not a planet anymore, and I can. Uh, all right, it, it was disappointing. It's an ice bucket. It was a disappointing thing. <laughs> it was. A, it's a dwarf planet. The dwarf planet. It's a dwarf planet. Uh, you don't. Okay, so it's the, a planet, but the Pluto really thing, tiny. The Pluto thing is. Um, the, the, it's not even so much that they said nope. It's too small to be a planet. It's not right. even about the size. Uh, it's, size doesn't matter in no, this case. It's not so much about the size uh, because, hell, even, I mean, Pluto has moons of its own. It does. It actually yeah. has its own satellites. Uh, the fact is that it has not cleared a path for itself, <laughs> essentially. In, in its orbit, there are other things, there are other objects within its own orbit, and that's right. one of the. Uh, distinguishing factors of what makes a planet. It has it has an orbit that belongs to itself. And there's nothing else within that orbit. Oh, sorry. Pluto is actually part of is actually within the Kuiper Belt, which is another which is the outer, outer solar ring, yeah. outer uh, yeah the outer ring uh, uh, asteroid belt. Right. So the fact that it hasn't cleared it hasn't hasn't opened up a clear path for itself. Right. That is one of the deciding factors as to whether it's a planet or not, because it doesn't have the it doesn't have the gravitational pull to clear its own path, and that's what makes a planet. Most other planets that had things in its in its space either uh, either adopted them all as moons, right, or rings like Saturn. Yeah, you know, uh, and and Uranus has rings, I believe. Yeah, no, Uranus uh, doesn't mine. have rings. Mine does not have rings. No. No, my 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 anus does not have rings. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, basically that's what it is. Pluto has not cleared its path, and there's two or three other things that it doesn't meet the criteria of. Uh, but it it does not have a clear path of orbit, and it shares its orbit with other objects, making it 
not a planet. And there are also other objects near it that are similar to it, but also have not cleared a path, so they're not planets. So within our own solar system, we are the pale blue dot, as Carl Sagan called it. The pale blue dot. We're a Goldilocks planet. Yes. We are, we are rare. Yeah, we are in that the habitable zone, as they call it. They call mm. it the habitable zone. Uh, there are probably countless numbers of other planets in that habitable zone as well, which, whether or not we, we have not found any yet that actually support life, but they are within the zone to support life. The thought that we would be the only one is... Preposterous. I, yeah, I think that's just it's just impossible. There's no way that this is the only planet in all of this. There has to be at least one other, at least one, minimum one other planet. You, you just want one? It has to be at least one. At there least has one. to be at least one. Yeah, I, I believe it's a whole hell of a lot more than that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I believe, but there has to be at least one other. The, the just the law, uh, the law of averages will state <laughs> <laughs> that when you're talking about a hundred billion times a hundred billion. It's going to happen again. Yeah. We can't be the only planet in the solar system that is able to sustain life. Well, the solar life. system, yes. The solar system, yes. The Excuse universe. me, the universe. That's Not even the galaxy. Even in the galaxy, there's got to be another one. Even within our, our, our galaxy. Oh, I hope so. Because if not, we'll never get there. Oh, well, we're not going to get there even most, of the, most likely even if they are in our galaxy. I mean, our galaxy, uh, the Milky Way galaxy is something like, I think it's uh, uh, I think it's 100. Never say never. I think I it's 100,000 light years across yeah, or something like that. But Or 20,000 light it's years. It's just I'm that the sure. technology isn't discovered yet. But there is always a possibility. Do you think that aliens have been here? Yes. Okay. So if they got here. We could get there. We could get there. Okay. I can, I can totally go with that. It's really about sharing information. They just don't think we're ready. What about the moon? What about the moon? You think... You think not, we, have we been to the moon? Have we? Yes. 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 We've been to the moon. I, I fully believe... I fully believe we've been to the moon. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any secret experimentation going on up there. I believe there are things they are hiding from us. Moon rocks? About the moon. Moon rocks. Well, no. Like, I, I, it's I, a satellite up in the sky. It's, it's dust. I think, I think there's a possibility they got to the moon and they saw something there. Space garbage? Something. Something that they didn't put there. Dirt? Space dirt? I don't know what. I don't know what. Doesn't matter. Plain and simple, the reason why I say that, I think, is because nobody's been back. What do you mean? No other countries have gone to the moon. Oh, have gone back to the moon? We did Apollo, and that was it. Mm. We went to, we got to, I think, Apollo 16 was the last one. Yeah. And that's it. The huge space race to get to the moon. We did it. We went there a couple of times, and that's it. Nobody ever went back. Because there's nothing there. We, we, we go to space all the time, but we have to give our satellites up there. And we need our satellites for our cell phones. 
That's all. That's all I wonder is why they never went back. Why did we? Why did? Why did no other country go there? Why did America go there? No and other country went, went went there because it's too fucking expensive to fly into space. I'm, Russia, I'm sorry. I'm gonna be. See, the, but here's the, the thing, and, and and that's fine. But Russia was neck and neck with us. We just got it first. Right. They were they were very close. No, they to were being a little Johnny come lately, but yeah. They were very close to being able to get. They put all that money and all that time and all that effort into it just to not do it themselves but with uh, us in Russia it was always a dick competition it was who's got the bigger dick who can do it quicker who it can was. do it fast for a while I thought that maybe the Apollo 11 mission was faked but then I thought then you think about it and you realize that if it was faked somebody would have said something by now no we don't know what the fuck happened with JFK yet no 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 yes but no let me explain okay when NASA went to the moon, every country on Earth was watching this. Mm. Not just the, the satellite feed. Not just, you know, the video feed that was coming back. Russia was watching. Yeah. They were monitoring transmissions. The transmission coming from the lunar module, anybody could find it. Because as they got closer to the moon, the frequency changed, and they went around. The frequency constantly changed. Yeah. Which is why we say it's almost impossible for them to have faked it. Because this transmission was coming from somewhere, and you had to pinpoint where the transmission was coming from in order to get it. Right. And if they were in low Earth orbit the entire time, then eventually their transmission would be blocked by the horizon of the Earth. Yes. And you'd be able to tell that. And don't you think... That Russia, who's obviously listening to this, would say, hey, hey, wait a minute. This transmission is not coming from there. It's coming from somewhere else. Texas. (laughs) Wherever, even if it's low Earth orbit. They would know that it is nowhere near the moon. Physically, this transmission is not coming from there. So I think that alone shows, well, yes, they were definitely transmitting from the fucking moon. Being as it was still the the heft of the space race, if it was being faked like that, Russia would have opened up their mouths immediately and said, you're faking, and we can tell, we can prove it. It's quite easy for us to fucking prove it. All we need is a radio. We've been faking it for years. Yes. All we need is a radio. And Russia, I don't think Russia would have kept that quiet then. No. Now they no, may no. have because, because, you know, things have changed and it's all politics. It's different. But, but back, now, then, back then, we were technically... No. Yeah, it was Cold War. It was Cold a war. space race. It was a yeah. war. It was the Cold War. Yeah. They fucking hated us. Anything they could do to discredit us, they would do. Yeah, well, let's be honest. They're not fond of us now either. No, they're not. No, they're not. I think that if Russia... America, America... <laughs> I think no. if Russia had an had a moment like that that they really truly could have just blown the lid off of NASA and the US government and all of its lies right yeah, then they, and there they just needed that gotcha moment yep yeah. I think they would have taken it yeah. I think they definitely would have taken it yeah so the fact that Russia said fuck they did it right there is like no, they did it they did it now again I do think that there's something that happened I don't know what I do believe they're hiding something about the moon mission. <laughs> I do believe they're hiding something. I have no idea what it is, what it could be. It's a rock in the sky. Hmm? It controls the tides. And yeah. if it wasn't there, the weather patterns would be different. Yeah. Um, and it rings like a bell. 
I did not know that. It rings like a bell. It rings like a bell. Yes. When the lunar module landed on the moon... It made a sound? It rang. Interesting. The vibrations went through the... The vibration of it landing shook the planet, and it rang like a bell. Almost, almost as if it were hollow. Now, the explanation that they've given so far for that is the fact that there is a lack of water to absorb the shock. I could see that. But they didn't hit it that hard because the moon has limited gravity, which is part of the conspiracy theorists out there believe that they say, well, there's no way we went to the moon because there's no crater of left from the lunar module landing. But that's because they used a uh, they they used a lot less thruster to land because of the limited gravity. Right. If they had a full blast thruster, it would have blown them right back off again. They would have never landed. They would have just. It would have been like two magnets, two yeah. negative sides of a magnet pushing a, pushing away. Yeah. The module would have just kept blowing back off. Right. Okay. But when it when the module landed down, and the whole planet, the whole moon rung like a bell. Which was something they were they were not expecting. <laughs> it lends to the theory that the moon may be hollow. It's possible. The moon is also shrinking too. It's shrinking. The moon is shrinking. Well, because we keep taking rocks and shit from it. <laughs> no, just uh, uh, um, as it's dried up over time, and from the gravity of the Earth pulling, pulling, and pu- the uh, the moon is now smaller than it was. Years, many, many. 60 million years ago. Yes. It's a lot smaller. It has shrunk. Okay. So, uh, uh, also lending to the theory that it's not solid rock, because how would it shrink? shrink? How would it be shrinking if it's one giant solid rock? Just throwing these things out there. Who knows? Yeah. But the idea that it's shrinking, we would have to get a time machine and and, uh, go back, measure. Uh Uh-huh. Well, we probably could do that. Yeah, yeah. We could probably look at old pictures of the moon. No, no, not that much. Not uh, shrinking enough where we would see it in our... In, oh, in our no, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're not in our recorded history. Not in our recorded history, no. We would have no, to go no. into the future. No, it's that we can tell We can tell based on uh, another, another, you know, <laughs> another, train. More scientific another, stuff. Yeah, another train we're, we're, we're just not smart enough to be qualified to talk about. Pretty much, pretty much. But the moon's smaller now than it was 100 million years ago. Yes, it is. That yes, I, it is. I, I can get into it's that. It's also sure. moving away from the Earth. Well, I would too. <laughs> Let's if be honest. I can get the fuck away, if we could get the fuck away, we would escape Earth. All right. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. No, we would head towards Us Mars. And Doctor Frank would just go right. Yeah, we would just go any place, <laughs> anywhere but here. Anywhere, anywhere but here. I hear they have uh, three titted Martians on Mars. We might want to check that out. Ooh, I'm all for that. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, the Earth is also the Moon is also slowly moving away from the from the uh, from the Earth. I think it's a rate of like three inches every you know decade or something like that. Decade. Some yeah. Who's taking the measuring tape? <laughs> And going, shit, we lost it by another three inches. <laughs> Motherfucker. Mm. At this rate, <laughs> in a, at this rate, in a hundred years, at this rate, it'll be gone by Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You know what, though? Uh, we'll, because it's so big, the universe, the way it will be long after we're, we're fucking dirt in the ground. 
we'll never know. Okay, all we can do is record it, yep. document it, and show the future what it used to look like. All right, and when the tides rise and the blood boils, the world will be like, oh, well, this is all because... Dogs and cats living together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, th- those are some of the some of the theories about our moon and uh, uh, it's not, that's no the, moon. the hollow that's no moon the hollow moon theory then lends to the fact lends to the thought rather the fact I keep calling it the fact lends to the theory that the moon was put in place that it is a way station of sorts I saw that movie what was that movie Fifth Star Elements Wars. Fifth Element <laughs> Star Wars no not Star Wars yeah that's yes a, it's a Death Star it's a Death Star <laughs> Doctor Who also there. Yeah, the Doctor moon, Who. The moon is just a giant egg. Yeah, waiting, waiting yeah, to hatch. Waiting to hatch. Yeah. I forgot what came out of that egg. It was a, like a big dragon-looking thing. Yeah, it was a big, big worm thing. That laid another moon. And- yeah, and then kept going. Um, <laughs> you know, again, the problem with the universe is it's too big and we're too small. So we'll never really know. A lot of our greatest minds refuse to believe that there are greater things out there. Mm. They want answers. They're going to find the answers. And if they, 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 they can't figure the answer, they'll come up with some equation to create an answer. Yeah. Um, the problem is the universe is it's too big and there's too many things that can't be explained. Mm. And we have it right above us right now. Mm-hmm. Why do we have one and Jupiter has 16? Well, Jupiter is a whole lot bigger. Well. It pulled a lot more. Uh, a, a lot more um, dust debris from space into its orbit. Yeah, pulled a lot more. There's even a theory that Jupiter was farther in the solar oh, system. Oh, into our solar system than further into the solar system. You know, uh, after, after Big the Bang. asteroid belt in the middle of our solar system used to be a planet as well. Oh, and it exploded. And it, was, and- it was ripped apart by the gravity between the Sun and Jupiter because it was in just that spot right. where it was being pulled. In two opposite directions, and as Jupiter pulled, pulled farther away, it lit, the, that Jupiter and the and the Sun literally ripped this planet apart. Interesting. Yep. But uh, the universe is an awesome, awesome place. It really is. It's, <laughs> it's it is too big. It is too awesome. Uh, which is why when I like my science, I like my science fiction as opposed to my science uh-huh. because the it's more fun to possibilities. The possibilities. What's the most fun as far as science fiction goes these days? Uh, Doctor Who. Because they don't have any boundaries yeah, when they write. They could just do whatever the fuck they want. Um, we have a lot of things just here that are unexplainable. There's that storm that goes around Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Why? You know The red, the red eye? The red eye. Um, it never stops. Constant storm. Uh-huh. Okay, what's, there's another one. There's another one. There's a second one that's formed over the last uh, decade or two. <laughs> There's a second eye higher north in Jupiter. Another storm. Yeah. The storm that we, the, the main eye that we know is bigger than the Earth. That's crazy. That's how Can big that fucking that, thing is. It's, it's that big a storm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we get hurricanes and shit like that. Yeah. But this, this is a hurricane this. the size of the Earth. The winds are like 600 miles an hour. How, who measures that? <laughs> Do you really want me to explain this again? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Um... A train leaves Chicago at 60 miles. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, uh, I'm no uh, scientist. You see, audience. now you understand why they taught us that shit in school, so that this way, one day, we could measure the storm on Jupiter. 
on that note. <laughs> yeah. So now that we've uh, we've we've covered that uh, today on the show, we are going to discuss. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into often, today's topic. We haven't even gotten on, gotten into it yet. But uh, I, I just like the universe and, and, and space and all this shit. I could talk oh, about the this final frontier. Uh, so slightly, slightly off of what we're discussing now, but still related. We are going to be discussing alien sightings, UFO sightings. <clears throat> yeah, the possibility that we've seen aliens on our on our planet, this and planet, uh, this very people have seen them, and the people in the universe. Yes, all the crazy people have stopped by. From other galaxies, uh huh, just to look in on the wildlife that's grown on our little blue dot. Yeah, yeah. and we're going to get into that today. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back on Channel X. Back here on What Lurks on Channel X. One of these days we'll figure out what lurks on Channel X. It's a very busy channel. It is. It's a lot of programming. We'll never stop. No. 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 All right, so... Uh, Neither rain, nor sleet, nor hail, nor snow. Yep. No, that's not true at all, because when it's fucking snowing... We're, we're, not, stay we're, we're, we're not... Just stay we're home. Just staying home. <laughs> we're going to roll back over and go back to bed yeah all right so uh so today we're gonna talk about uh well we could talk about it we want to talk about aliens uh but we had to be very specific we could probably both ramble about aliens and shit for ever. we could i i know i can ramble on oh, about I, that type of stuff for hours i, I totally could too all right so, and we don't want to really bore the audience because i'm sure some of our well, stories, i don't know if we're gonna bore the audience we just don't have that we, it would be too long and we do need to get some sleep yeah we have to go to sleep at some point i'm getting over a cold and and Manny has made some excellent tea, mm-hmm. which you must sip because of the whiskey. Well, that's that's the kicker. That's the secret ingredient. Oh. <sighs> I tasted it really that time. Oh my goodness! It stirred around a little bit. Yeah, Probably. I don't. I don't have a spoon. I'm you have use. a finger. So, just to kind of um, streamline things a little bit today, we're going to talk about. We're not talking UFO about probing. No, no, no probing. No today. probing today. No probing today. I don't have. I don't have the stamina for that. I don't either. No. In general. No. <laughs> in general, but no, uh, too no. old for that shit. Uh, 
My but, probing um, days are over. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. no, we're talking about sightings. Yes, UFO sightings specifically. And we've had them here in New York, which is not typical. They're always happening in the middle of bumfuck. Okay, bumfuck America. Well, okay. uh, Whitley Strieber's sightings happened in New York. It was a little upstate New York. I think it was. It wasn't too oh, far. A up different, a different bumfuck. Well, upstate yes, New York, yeah. yeah, like north of Yonkers. Okay, not too bumfuck, but bumfuck bum enough. Bumfuck enough. Yeah, but he lived in Manhattan, and he had a home uh, just slightly upstate, mm. and uh, that's where his Whitley Strieber wrote Communion, the Christopher Walken movie. Yeah, which is. Easily the creepiest goddamn alien movie ever made. Well, anytime you put Christopher Walken oh, in a movie, you're going to get creepy. Well, those aliens, though. Oh, my God. When, when that alien no, sticks that was, his that head was Christopher Walken. The, oh, that's what that was. That was Christopher Walken. Gotcha. Gotcha. That, now, now it all makes sense. Fuck. When that alien stuck his head through the door to just look at him in his sleep. Yeah. That alien is, is, is just one of the most frightening Images I've ever seen. I mean, I remember when I was young watching that movie, that scared the living hell out of me. So Whitley Strieber's uh, um, experiences were New York as well. And I think Connecticut, too. Basically, Whitley Strieber said that he's been, him and his family have been abducted multiple times over the course of Why his family? Why so. multiple times? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's on my bucket list to be abducted. Yeah, it's something um, that, by got, aliens. You got to do it at least once. You got to do it. You got to do at least once before you pass. Yeah, I don't know why his family specifically. I don't. Is I don't. It drugs? I think it's drugs. It's it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. You got to read more of his books. They'll explain everything. Pos- quite possibly. Quite possibly. Uh, but yeah, apparently uh, there there have been aliens in New. I mean, I've lived in New York my whole life, and I've never heard of any. Alien sightings within I have. shouting distance. I have. I remember clearly. But apparently. There are alien sightings in New York. Um, no, now, I have not witnessed any because my life is dull and boring. But I remember in my youth, I was a junior high age, fifth grade, sixth grade, something like that, preteen type. And um, the uh, park that I used to go to all the time was Casino Park. Which is Where? Casino Park. Where is Casino Park? Casino Park, Park is in... Um, Flushing, Queens. There was a. Is that where they had the um, the World's Fair? No, no, they had the World's Fair at. Um, I'm just trying to get it location for people who don't oh, live yeah, in New for, York. Don't live in New York. Uh, Casino Park would be because uh, uh, you're talking about um, World's Fair is where uh, Shea Stadium used to be. Okay. Yeah. Um, Casino Park is more west, east, east, east uh, from there. Um, it is in the center of Queens, I'll say. Mm-hmm. It has not been featured in any films that I can That's think sad. of. That's Isn't sad. it? Pause. I'm sure it had to be. There's got to be some Al Pacino movie somewhere that just Somewhere that has a, a Casino Martin Park. Martin Scorsese location. had to shoot something there at something some point. Something by Scorsese. Uh, yeah, Casino Park somebody, is... Somebody snorted coke on a table in Casino <laughs> Park in some Scorsese movie somewhere. Uh, somewhere along the lines. <laughs> Did a bump off a hooker's ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Start over. Yeah, Casino Park had a UFO sighting. A UFO sighting, not an alien sighting, a UFO sighting. UFO sighting. Somebody saw lights, mm-hmm. okay? And I remember I was a junior park ranger. Mm-hmm. I saw the patch of burnt grass where this supposed UFO was. Mind you, I was a little disappointed when I saw it. It was not a big patch. It was like, it mustn't have been the main spacecraft. It must have been like a 
you a know, drone. a drone of some kind. It was kind of a small patch of grass. So that was the aliens may have been midgets. They could have been midget aliens. That would or be. like uh, what is it movie Men in Black where it was the little alien inside the big Avoca alien? Bajoka. Oh, that guy. Oh, oh, the oh, the worms, not the worms. Not no, the worms. no, 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 no. <laughs> the little itty bitty alien that was in the guy's head. Gotcha. Um, these were tiny aliens. Gotcha. Okay, this was a tiny UFO patch of grass that uh, it landed, burnt the grass. The grass was dead. I don't know what kind of thrusters they're using, but it killed the fucking grass. And you you saw this? I saw the circular patch of grass. How how big approximately would you say it was? It wasn't big at all. It was like maybe the size of a kiddie pool. Wow, so like maybe five or six feet wide. Yeah, uh, it was six seven six to seven feet wide. Wow. All right, and circular. Okay, um, it was not a big piece. I was again a kid it, who so, loved alien type stuff. Ran to the park to go see this supposed alien landing and saw the burnt grass and. Do you think that maybe that was only one space of it? Like maybe the ship had. Landers. Well, as yeah, and that's that it. Was as, just as one I, of the feet. I, yeah. Oh, okay. As I got older, I realized, oh, it was probably just like a probe of some kind. If it was in fact that landed in this particular spot, just to survey the land. Okay, because again, if you think about it, from looking from a spaceship down, and here's this patch of here's this this piece of park, uh-huh. oh, gray grass, and everything else is concrete or asphalt. What's going on here? So they sent a probe down to this area, which makes sense. Okay. But there were reports of lights. Uh, I couldn't find a report on this, which makes me wonder now. I remember this. Maybe it's Mandela. No, 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 no. This was clearly, <laughs> I remember this. You sure? Maybe you remember it, but nobody else does. Maybe it didn't actually happen. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. <sighs> really? You had to go with the yet part? No. No. I will find the news article about right. this. I couldn't find one this evening, which pisses me off to no end, because I remember it clearly. Okay. I remember looking at it in one of my, my uh, many, many books on aliens, and unfortunately I couldn't find it. But, uh, of course, you know, um, it, was a, it was a legitimate UFO sighting. Now, a UFO is an un- uh, unidentified flying object. So we're not completely sure what it was that they think they saw with the lights in the middle of the park that left this patch of burnt dead grass. Mm-hmm. And the grass was definitely a different color. Okay, it was not green, it was brown. And I only saw it a few days after this supposed sighting. And I was kind of excited when I was a kid because I was like, I go to this park all the time. Yeah, that's, I mean, I would be excited. You know, um... And it was just down the road from where I lived, basically. I mean, you know, we could drive there and see the circular patch of dead grass. And that's exactly what it was. That's all that was. It was a book called UFOs Over New York. First book to document the complete history of extraterrestrial activity in the Empire State, starting with accounts in the early 1800s and reaching to the present day. Covers the entire range of the UFO phenomenon, including both famous and unknown. Most influential encounters have taken place in New York, all presented here, including such high-profile cases as the 1956 Ryan Neff UFO sighting near Griffiths Air Force Base, the 65 UFO-caused New York blackout, the largest ever recorded, the sighting of a UFO by musical legend John Lennon, 
And of course, the Hudson Valley UFO Superwave. Hundreds of other cases are presented, including accounts of underwater UFO activity, several officially unidentified Air Force Blue Book cases, and dozens of UFO sightings deep in the heart of New York City, including directly over such landmarks as the Empire State Building and the United Nations Building. New York's history of UFO landings is equally impressive and includes several well-known dramatic events, such as the 64 Tioga City UFO landing, the 65 Cherry Creek UFO landing, the 89 Kisena Park landing, and many more. So 1989. 89, there we go. Much of the UFO abduction movement originated in New York, including such influential cases as the Steiner Brothers abduction, one of the first reported cases in the United States, the incredible visitations of novelist Whitley Strieber, and of course the controversial Brooklyn Bridge abductions, UFO crashes, animal mutilations, and other uniquely New York conspiracies such as Montauk and the UFO connections to TWA Flight 800 are also presented. Oh, Montauk. Oh, man. I will. We're going to cover that one day, and that is going to be some shit. <laughs> but apparently it's in that book, so we got to find that book, and the book will prove you to be not to be to be correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not much of a story. I just remember in my youth uh, because it was a park that I had frequented, and um, they had a group of people there. You know, conspiracy theorists. I mm-hmm. realize now what that's what possibly was. possibly move on. Move on. I think it was possibly MUFON, the, the Mutual UFO Network. Right. I was 10, 11 years old. So. Well, no, you no, but there's a good chance that that that, that it was MUFON. They're 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 just a um, a civilian group of people who investigate these cases. Right. They have pretty much every UFO case document, a file on it somewhere. They are like the real X Files hunters, but they're civilians. They don't work for the government. Right. You know. Right. But um, uh, but they, they'll show up at pretty much any any you call them and say you had an, an abduction or, or a sighting or a visitation of some sort. They're popping up. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna show up and they're gonna question you. Right. You yeah. know. Oh, I remember they had tables and everything like that, and they were talking to people that were coming by, uh-huh. and they were taking pictures and they were documenting everything that was going on sounds, in that that patch of grass. Sounds like Buffon. Yeah, and um, reports of uh, lights. Coming from that very area. Okay. Not a lot of people hung out in the park. This was before the technology with the phones and such. Wow. So we were just really going by word of mouth that they well, saw This was before the internet, too. Yeah. Probably why we're having trouble finding a lot of stuff. And I don't remember what I asked. I was fucking 10, 11 years old. Wow. You know, this was just cool. It was like, oh, yeah. you know, uh, aliens, you know. Huh. Uh, this is before even, like, the, the phenomenon of the X-Files show. Yeah. Okay, this is before any of yeah, that. Yeah, 89, yeah, X-Files, yeah. X-Files, X-Files was 93. Was yeah, okay, so I was just a kid that liked science fiction and aliens and shit. Wasn't that big. I was actually kind of unimpressed when I saw it. I was like, really? <laughs> like, really, that's it? This is it? No. This is what I stopped playing Mario this, Brothers this for? Is, this is why I didn't even have a Nintendo to turn off. That's how you didn't have a Nintendo. I didn't have wow, a Nintendo. That, that's, that's quite disappointing. You didn't even have a Nintendo I didn't you came an, here I, to see I, UFOs and yeah, got... Yeah, nothing. And got burnt grass, five feet of burnt grass. Five feet of burnt grass. It was just something that happened. Unfortunately, that was all there is to it, though. That's all there was to it. There wasn't much to it. There's not much of a story mm-hmm. there, either. It was just, this was as close as I got to a close encounter. Um, and sadly, because it was before the time of pictures everywhere and cameras everywhere. Yeah. But you know what? I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's cool that you got to experience that. Mm. It may not have been much. This but is as close as, this is my close encounter. This is as close that's as, as It's closer than I've gotten. Yeah, you know... And it was like, oh, I know this place. 
Why are the aliens here? Why are they checking out this place? <laughs> You're like, I hang out here. Why is this why, so why, This is not that interesting yeah, of a park. That's, that's awesome. You know, but that was pretty cool to me back in the day. Sometimes you got to go check it out because it's like closest you're going to get to it. It was. My, uh, my grandmother saw a UFO. Mm. Uh, I, my father told me this story. Him and, uh, him and his brothers were, uh, when, they were when they were young, so we're talking, um, we're talking early 60s okay. or so. Um, a, a very non-story uh, non story, but uh, essentially my grandmother, my, my father's mother, was, was washing dishes. <laughs> okay. She was doing her dishes. There's a saucer. Yeah, she, yeah. There's another saucer, and she had a saucer in her hand, and uh, she looked out the window. She happened, yeah. She happened to just look up at the window. She said the boys were out. Her, my my father said that him and his brothers were outside playing, and um, he, his mom, just you know, keeps look, looking out the window, checking, keep keeping an eye on them, stay within eye. If mom can't see you, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's it. I know that one. Yeah. Uh, 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 and they were out playing in the yard. She happened to look out, and she looked up in the sky, and there was something fucking floating out, like this a ship that was it looked like a, a spaceship that was just stationary, right, for a little while. And she called the boys in, and uh, um, <coughs> my father had my, he said he remembers looking at it, and they saw it, and then it just. Took off. Just gone. It just left. Like, gone. Yes. Shot out and it was there for maybe less than a minute, I said. Like, she saw something out there. It kind of scared her as to what it was. Right. You know, so she told them, boys, come inside, come inside. By the time they got in, it was just gone. in time yeah. to look out the window, they looked out just in time for it. So, again, the 30, 30 to 45 seconds it took for her to see it, call them. Them yeah. come inside and look out the window, it flew away. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's always funny. That seems to be the, the way it works with these stories. Uh, and the same thing with the Casino Park one when I was younger. Uh, people saw lights mm-hmm. when they went to go investigate. This, this was the middle of the day. This was the middle of the day. This was broad fucking daylight. Yeah, that's even worse. You yeah. know? And in the 60s, there's no drones like people fly around here. There's no... No. There's you, no the most you had is a weather balloon, and that's and not going to do that. Like and that's that. not going to have no. that effect. You're not going to see that in the middle of fucking nowhere, Queens but, um, or whatever. You know, this was late at night, and somebody saw lights. They reported it. By the time the cops finally showed up, there was nothing. Long gone. You know? And, just a um, patch of burnt grass. Just a patch of burnt grass. And that could be, you know, again, that could be attributed to a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But somebody saw something with lights. Mm. So. Well, um, there is a much highly, two of the most highly documented. Right. Cases of UFO sightings. Is what I want to get into today. Okay. Give me, give, like me, give, me the, give me the top this is, two. I this is hear. the good shit right this here. This is the, the best These stuff. two, yes. The, these two sightings. Have just always piqued my interest, and I've always thought they were the just incredible stories. First one being uh, dubbed the Battle of Los Angeles. I saw that movie. Not the movie. Oh, <laughs> not the movie. But yes, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Battle of Los Angeles is the name given by sources to be. The rumored enemy attack and subsequent anti-aircraft artillery barrage, which took place from late 24th of February to early 25th of February 1942 over Los Angeles, less than three months after Pearl Harbor. 
Three months after Pearl Harbor. Three months Harbor. after Pearl Harbor. They were watching the skies. They were nervous. They had to, yeah. You know, yeah. They saw something in the sky. Air raid sirens sounded throughout Los Angeles County on the night of the 24th, February 1942. A total blackout was ordered, and thousands of air raid wardens were summoned to their positions. At 3.16 a.m., the 37th Coast Artillery Brigade began firing 50 caliber machine guns and 12.8-pound anti-aircraft shells into the air at reported aircraft. Over 1,400 shells would eventually be fired. Pilots of the 4th Interceptor Command were alerted, but their aircraft remained grounded. The artillery fire continued sporadically until 4.14 a.m. The all-clear was sounded and the blackout order lifted at 7.21 a.m. Several buildings and vehicles were damaged by shell fragments, and five civilians died as an indirect result of the anti-aircraft fire. Three killed in car accidents in the ensuing chaos, and two of heart attacks attributed to the stress of the hour-long action. So for an hour, the U.S. Army fired at something in the air over Los Angeles. Right. This is the photo. I was going to say, there's got to be something. From the newspaper the next day. Interesting. I don't even know what I'm looking at. Yeah, I, I You're see looking it. at those are the lights shining up at this of object. Of what they're firing at for an hour. 1,400 rounds of ammunition fired at this thing in the sky. And it is circular? They hit nothing. No, well, this is Los Angeles Times front page. <laughs> How did that happen? You know? Within hours of the end of the air raid, Secretary of the Navy Frank Knox held a press conference saying the entire incident was a false alarm due to anxiety (laughs) and war nerves. War nerves. Knox's comments were followed by statements from the Army the next day that reflected General Marshall's belief that the incident might have been caused by commercial airplanes used as a psychological warfare campaign to generate panic. It was just a weather balloon. Yes. Contemporary press outlets suspected a cover-up. An editorial in the Long Beach Independent wrote, There is a mysterious reticence about the whole affair, and it appears that some form of censorship is trying to halt discussion on the matter. Speculation was rampant as to invading airplanes and their bases. Theories included a secret base in northern Mexico, as well as Japanese submarines stationed offshore with the capability of carrying planes. Others speculated that the incident was either staged or exaggerated to give coastal defense industries an excuse to move further inland. The fact of the matter is, in this photo, it definitely looks like those lights are shining at something. Yes. And for over an hour, they they fired at something. You would think a couple of rounds goes off because they saw something in the sky. A couple of rounds, they start shooting, boom, 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 and eventually they're like, sir, there's nothing up there. Shoot again, make sure, all right, shoot again. An hour long? Hour long, fourteen hundred rounds yeah, that's a lot over of rounds. Los Angeles. That's like that's, something out of that. That doesn't sound yeah. That doesn't <laughs> sound to me like nerves. Doesn't sound to me like something that happened out of just being nervous. No. That's they saw something. They did something was definitely seen, and they were firing at it, and they couldn't hit it because nothing fell, nothing landed, nothing. Nothing. Just no debris. It eventually, nothing. I guess, disappeared in the clouds. Yeah. 
A photo published in the Los Angeles Times has been cited by modern-day conspiracy theorists and ufologists of evidence of an extraterrestrial visitation. They assert that the photo clearly shows searchlights focused on an alien spaceship. However, the photo was heavily modified by photo retouching prior by photo retouching prior to publication, a routine practice in graphic arts at the time intended to improve contrast in black and white photos. In other words, we could have fucked up the photo with the technology of the time. It's possible. It was intended to improve contrast. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it was... That's retouching. They didn't Photoshop They, uh, they didn't have the technology they, to Photoshop the Exactly. Thing, but they still... All those lights are pointed at one something. What that something is, we'll never know. Yeah. So they're saying that it was faked. They're saying that this photo was retouched. But... There's no say as to how heavily retouched it was. Yeah. Again, if it was just to adjust contrast and brightness, then it's not really retouching. You're just you're brightening something up so you can see right what you're looking at. Right. You know, it definitely looks like something. Well, the technology wasn't there back in the day to doctor something, and this was on the front page. Right? Well, some of it there was a little bit, but not. Yeah, but not I mean, like even the even the photo of Lee Harvey Oswald with with the with the newspaper and the gun is obviously not his fucking not 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 the body that that head belongs to. Right. That's obviously not, and that was something that was used to frame a guy on a for killing the president. Yeah. And you would think that you would get the best goddamn photo retoucher in the world to do that. And, uh, <laughs> you would think, but you, you know, would think. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I am not. A, uh, I am a believer that there's something beyond our yeah. little blue planet. And that, and that photo is so cool. That is a good looking photo. It is a great photo. Okay, I got to find. You can't see that. what's in the lights. It you just can. looks like there's something. They're they're well, obviously the, pointing uh, uh, at something. Uh, it's circular. Yes. I'll give you circular. It could uh, be and, a blimp. It could simply be it a blimp. It could be a fucking weather balloon. Yeah, you know? it could be a weather uh, balloon or a blimp. It could just be something that... But they're pointing at something. At something, absolutely. You know, they're it all... may have been retouched, but at the same time, even if the thing in the center was retouched, the lights are all pointed at the same spot. That's correct. They're all pointed at the same yes. spot, and the lights are not going through this one thing mm-hmm. and shining further into they're the sky. They're obviously hitting it. They obviously the lights are hitting it. Yes. So, um, so the point being, they saw something, right? And that's what they were firing at for an hour. That is one of the coolest. Did they find any shells? Well, yeah. Like I said, the, the buildings that's, were that's, there were buildings that were completely damaged from the falling, from the falling yeah. artillery and bombs. Everything that went off just hit buildings. Right. Destroyed. A bunch of buildings, just from all the artillery and rounds that were falling from it. That's how much they threw at this shit. That's how much they fired at this damn thing. They hurt the buildings that were on un- that were underneath it. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean that's really crazy. Mm-hmm. The other one is the Phoenix Lights. This, this is yeah, the this other the other one. Yes, this is the other most documented. <laughs> On March 13, 1997, an extraordinary event occurred across the state of Arizona that has become the subject of great debate in the UFO community. Hundreds and perhaps thousands of witnesses from all walks of life reported seeing a large V-shaped craft over a mile across with unusual lights. A mile across this thing was. So it travels slowly and silently, but at a very low altitude. Some witnesses who reported being directly underneath it as it passed said it drifted right over the housetop so close it seemed that they could almost touch it. 
This uh, witness accounts suggested at least one unknown craft and possibly others passed directly over Phoenix and penetrated through Sky Harbor airspace before drifting off into the south towards Tucson. At least one air traffic controller at Sky Harbor Airport admitted in a television news interview that he saw the lights from the tower using binoculars but did not see anything on the radar. 18, uh, at 19.55 Mountain Standard Time, a man reported seeing a V-shaped object above Henderson, Nevada. He said it was about the size of a 747, sounded like rushing wind, and had six lights on its leading edge. The lights reported, reportedly traversed northwest to the southeast. An unidentified former police officer from Paulden, Arizona, is claimed to have been the next person to report a sighting after leaving his house at 20.15 Mountain Time. So now we're looking 20 minutes later. As he was driving north, he allegedly saw a cluster of reddish or orange lights in the sky, comprising four lights together and a fifth light trailing each of them. Each of the individual lights in the formation appeared to the witness to consist of two separate point sources of orange light. He returned home and through binoculars watched the lights until they disappeared south over the horizon. The lights also reported in the areas of Prescott and Prescott Valley at 2017, two minutes later. Callers began reporting the object was definitely solid because it blocked out much of the starry sky as it passed. Right. John Kaiser was standing outside with his wife and sons when they noticed a cluster of lights to the northwest of their position. They formed a triangular pattern, but all of them appeared to be red except the light at the nose of the object, which was distinctly white. Uh, the object had been observed for approximately two to three minutes with binoculars, then passed directly over the observers. They were seen to bank to the right, and then they disappeared in the night sky to the southeast of Prescott Valley. In the town of Dewey, ten miles east of Prescott, six people saw a large cluster of lights while driving northbound on Highway 69. Tim Lay and his wife Bobby and son Hal first saw the lights when they were above Prescott Valley, about 65 miles away from them. They saw the light 65 miles away. Right. Okay. That's a bright light. Yeah. At first, they appeared to them at five separate distinct lights in an arc shape like they were on top, like they were on top of a balloon, but they soon realized the lights appeared to be moving toward them. Soon, the object with the lights embedded appeared to be coming right down the street where they lived, about 100 to 150 feet above them. They watched this fucking thing fly from 65 miles away to them. To their building. Toward them. Toward them. That's a long trip to watch something come at you. Yeah. Traveling so slowly, it appeared to hover and was silent. The object then seemed to pass over their heads and went through a V opening in the peaks of the mountain ranges towards Squaw Peak Mountain and toward the direction of the Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport. Witnesses in Glendale, a suburb northwest of Phoenix, saw the object pass overhead at an altitude, altitude high enough to be obscured by the thin clouds. This was between 2030 and 2045. Bill Grognier described a second group of lights, stated that the lights hovered over the area for more than two hours. A report came from a young man in the Kingman area who stopped his car at a public phone to report the incident. So over two hours, people were seeing this thing over the sky. Thousands of reports were called into the police station over the course of this two hours. Right. And the, poli- and the phone calls could be tracked. This thing flew silently and slowly for two hours over the course of nearly 80 miles of, of, of Arizona. 
this was such a big deal. The whole town wanted answers. I think it was the next day, a couple days later, whatever. I think it was the mayor of the town said that he was going to get to the bottom of it. And he had answers. And he called a press conference. Are you ready for this? Okay. He called a press conference. And the whole fucking town showed up to see what the fuck it was. And this asshole oh, shit. had someone dressed up in an alien suit. He made fun of the residents of his town who were calling it a UFO and had some asshole dress up as an alien. Guess who didn't get reelected? Yeah. <laughs> That's what this asshole did. Literally called them all crazy. He, he put some guy in an, alien, in, in an alien suit and had him come out and say he was flying the ship yeah, yeah. and made a total joke out of it. <sighs> Insulted thousands, thousands of thousands people of called people the sin. believe this. Can you believe that, motherfucker? That's ballsy. That's... <laughs> that's ballsy. I mean, let's be honest. That's, that's yes. a set of balls. Yeah. You know? A repeat of the lights occurred on February 6, 2007, and it was recorded by the local Fox News television station. According to military officials in the Federal Aviation Administration, these were flares dropped by an F-16 craft. April 21st, 2008, lights again were reported over North Phoenix by local residents. According to witnesses, the lights formed a vertical line, then spread apart and made a diamond shape. They also formed a U-shape at one time, so these fucking things moved around in the sky. At one point, Tony Toporek videotaped the lights. He was talking to neighbors at 8 p.m. when the lights appeared. He grabbed his camera to get the lights on video. A Valley resident reported that shortly after the lights appeared, three jets were seen heading west in the direction of the lights. An official from Luke Air Force Base denied any United States Air Force activity in the area, even though people saw the planes going by. On April 22, 2008, a resident of Phoenix told the newspaper that the lights were nothing more than his neighbor releasing helium balloons with flares attached. The following day, a Phoenix resident who declined to be identified in the news reports stated he had attached flares to helium balloons and released them from his backyard. However, no name or pictures of the reported hoaxer were ever released, nor was anyone cited, ticketed, or charged from the supposed releasing of flares over a residential area that at the time was enduring a a record drought. Uh Uh-huh. So the one in 2008 was probably a hoax. A couple of people came out and said it was, or it was somebody who was paid to say it was a hoax just to get them off their backs. But in 1997, a few thousand people saw a mile wide shape, a mile wide craft fly over the town of Phoenix, Arizona for two hours. That's a long time. You know, you can dismiss. We have police officers who saw them. Air traffic controllers who saw it? <clears throat> yeah. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people to just say... With respectable jobs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Eventually, you're going to hit a few respectable people in that thousand. When you hit... In yeah, that couple thousand. Many, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's... And most people said, yes, it was low enough to, like, if they were on the roof of their homes, they probably could have touched it. That's how low it was. Wow. How do you not... See how do you like? Okay, well, this is here. It's not like way up in the fucking sky. I can't tell what it is. If I was on my roof, I could touch this goddamn thing. That's how close it was. Could you imagine an airplane? Uh, if a helicopter 
anything, yeah, hover, anything over your hovered over your house at that you'd see it clear, yeah. clearly. Yeah. Doesn't matter how dark outside it is, you would see that fucking thing. It's there. Right. You know, if I threw a can in the air, I could hit it. That's how close it was. This thing couldn't have been more than fifty feet over their heads. If it's just over their houses, couldn't be more than fifty feet up. These people saw something for sure. Yeah, that's a pretty awesome case. <laughs> it's a pretty awesome case. You know, uh, again, this one you you can't dismiss. You couldn't. You can't dismiss either one. Uh, you can't dismiss a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, why this area? I couldn't say. Yeah. All right. Um, why Casino Park when I was a kid? There is nothing there. I don't think there's a reason why. I think it's just random spots that they go to and to probe the area, check it out, just like when we send our ships up to wherever the fuck and space and look around. Look around, just check shit out. And, you know, what amazes me about this type of stuff when we have sightings here in the United States or in places any place else in the, in the, on the planet Earth because they they happen all over mm-hmm. and why why is it nobody tries to communicate mm-hmm. you know um, are we too small are we bugs mm-hmm. you don't communicate with bugs you don't try to communicate with bugs they're too small they're too little and that's the thing they don't seem to be trying to communicate they're, they're just, not they're, just, they're not they're just checking things out yeah. um and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? But at the same time, we did shoot for an hour. At something. At something. <laughs> and that's how we responded. Yeah. You know, and... And, and... and with the way aircraft was at the time, even if it had been uh, enemy aircraft... Yeah. It would not be in one place for no, an hour. No, not hovering. There's no way it could not, stay. Not and if you, if something was flying over Los Angeles at that time and they were shooting at it, yeah, it would have been long gone after an hour because okay. nothing stays in. Even if it f- went slowly, even a slow aircraft is moving at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all you could think is that there were aliens on a, a ship, laughing at the. Earthlings <laughs> shooting at them, going, dude, we had super deluxe alien metal here. What the fuck are you doing? Um, the shields are up. What are you doing? Yeah, what, are you, what are you doing here? Have you, have you not noticed that the shells just keep falling to the ground? Um, and that's the. the, the you know, <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is, is now I say it out loud, that's probably what they were doing. Yeah. You know, like just laughing their asses off. Hey, what going, the fuck are you doing? The fuck are you doing? Um, Even if it had been a weather balloon. It would have Just it would have yeah, burst. It would have burst. burst. Just something would have hit it. Yeah. Something at some point would have hit it. Okay. And it would have burst. Um, the heat, just the heat from the explosions alone, would have caused this thing to deflate. Yeah. And drop to the ground. Yeah. No. No. Just uh, the heat alone. Uh, just again. or rise up and didn't fly into the sky. It would have totally made this thing null and void. It would have gotten rid of it. Yeah. Oh, an right. hour, an hour. That's that's a long time to be firing at something. Imagine, tr- imagine going out in your backyard with an M sixteen, just you. Yeah, not even a, a handgun. I would like and to shoot, shoot at it. something for an hour. I would like to do that. Let's do that. <laughs> just an hour, just you, one handgun, firing one bullet per minute for an hour. 
It doesn't matter what you're shooting at. It's destroyed. It's done. It's destroyed. If you could have a bird in your foot, you shoot at your tree. You shoot at a tree in your yard after an hour of shooting at it. You're not going to have bird problems You're not going to have have much tree left. That woodpecker is going to (laughs) be out of there. Yeah. It really doesn't matter what you do to it. An an hour's worth of shooting, 14 or 14 or 1,600 rounds, whatever it was. That's a lot. Fourteen of fifty caliber, fifty caliber. Yeah, this is no put. This is no pussy gun. No, this is this is a serious. These are serious fucking anti-aircraft. You know, and at the time, period. Okay, I I would I I can I can understand. Okay, uh, but at the same time, somebody should have stopped and said, "Hey, wait a minute, are we hitting anything? And what are we hitting?" Um. Which is why you have yeah, to... Yeah, you don't have... You, you, they don't just say fire, and then the general goes and has lunch, and then comes back and says, okay, ceasefire. It doesn't happen like that. You know, especially especially over a populated area. Mm-hmm. You're talking about over Los Angeles. You're talking about a city. This isn't out in the middle of, uh, out in the, middle of the fucking uh, uh, ocean somewhere. Or Arizona, which is in the middle or of the Or the middle place. of the desert, where there's yeah. nothing out there. You're talking about a, a populated city of two million people. Yeah. You know, you don't fire over, the, over two million people's heads for an hour unless you're sure that you're shooting at something. <sighs> Yeah, that's not nerves. No, no. no. I, I, Otherwise, if, the collateral damage it's could happen. Plain and it's simple. Just, if if our U.S. Army or Navy were so trigger happy that they fired at nothing for an hour, how could we have ever won a single war? That's just pure incompetence. <laughs> it's just that's just incompetence. That's just like that's just you're just an idiot. Then why would then you, we send you out to war? They're just gonna fire at the clouds. They're going to shoot at anything then at that. If they're going to fire over Los Angeles for an hour with multiple multiple gunships and, and, and whatever the and fuck else you have. Anything. Not hit anything. Not hit something. you got to be aiming at something. Then if you can do that over, over Los Angeles, what the fuck are you going to do in Japan when you get there? Well, what are you going to do? When you get, that's why they just dropped the bomb and said, you know what? We fucked fuck up it, Los fuck Angeles. Let's, let's just just, <laughs> just drop the big old fucking bomb. <laughs> just just get, get it over with. Out of just get it over with. Maybe that's what it was. It's just get it over with. Look, we can't hit shit, obviously. So if we just destroy everything within eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes you wonder. That's it. It's why, <laughs> why did we create that technology? You know, because uh, we can't hit shit. We can't hit a fucking thing, so we just, just blow it all up. Destroy on. the whole damn we country. We the, the <laughs> dropping the big old bomb on shit. This is why. Um, aliens. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. It's it's one of those things where you just kind of have to say to yourself, what the fuck was going on at that particular moment in time? But you can't it, you can't not hit an air balloon. You know what I'm saying? I, that's it. It's just, <laughs> 70 feet wide. <laughs> How do you miss it? It's got to be. I think I saw something. I believe it was this summer. I think I saw something. I'm not quite sure what it was. I I know I saw you over the summer. What are you referring to? It might have been the beginning of the summer, actually. Yeah, it was the beginning of the summer. Beginning of the summer? I just have, I was walking, I was taking the dog over to the vet. I was walking, and we were walking down the street. Uh, I was walking up the block. I happened, I looked up in the, I happened to look up, and I saw something up in the sky. Mm. Um, it was round. Uh, it looked like a silver balloon. Okay. 
True. You know, like one of those birthday balloons. Right. No, the Mylar ones. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looked like one of those. That's what I, I thought it was. Uh, looking at it. Okay, it's a fucking balloon in the sky. Whatever. <laughs> I keep walking towards it, and it's not moving. Now, again, it's a balloon in the sky. So it could have just been deflating. moving. Yeah, no, no, not yeah. even deflating. Could have been moving in a direction. That it looked like it, it was. It looked yeah, like yeah. it was stationary, but just the angle I was looking at it. Right. It may have been moving in a direction, and I just couldn't tell because of the angle. You know, and that's totally possible. Um, it, from my vantage point, it looked like it was maybe about 100 feet up. Right. Okay. Uh, if it was a balloon, maybe 20 or 30 feet. Okay. You know, just based on size, I would say 20 or 30 feet up if it was a balloon, you know, but it didn't seem that close, you know? Uh, there was no string hanging from it or anything. I didn't see... Because I could see it pretty clearly, other than the fact that it's it's like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. It's bright as hell. There's not a cloud in the sky. It is a clear as hell day. Yeah. And I could see it pretty clearly. And again, to me, it did. It looked like a Mylar balloon. Uh, but I don't know. just something about it. It just... I was like, it looks like a balloon, but I'm <sighs> it smells like a balloon. <laughs> I bet you it tastes like. I'm one. not quite sure if it is because yeah. it just doesn't seem that it like it. If it was a balloon, then it would only be about twenty, thirty feet in the air, right? But it didn't seem like it was that close at all. It seemed like it was something larger, higher up. Yeah. So uh, I'm walking. I walk down the street the whole way down the street. This is you know the block you know, five, six hundred feet. I'm walking down, you know. And I'm looking at it the whole time. Right. And I'm obviously getting closer to it. Right. And this is why I felt like it wasn't moving. Because mm. I could see it getting like getting larger as I was getting closer to it. I got to the corner and I stood and watched it <coughs> for about maybe 30 seconds or so. Yeah. And then, uh, oh my God, I got a fucking cell phone on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I... I, I Look down. I grabbed my phone out of my. Uh, I got the dog on my other. You got the leash. I got and the leash. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. You know. I'm maneuvering myself to not lose the dog and get my phone without dropping it and position it and everything. And I switch. So I basically I stand. I switch the leash with one arm. And I reach in my back pocket. I pull out the phone. By the time I look up, it's gone. There's nothing in the sky anymore. It saw you reaching for your phone. And said, fuck you. In the, <laughs> in the five, six seconds, I switched the leash. I looked down to switch the leash and grab my phone to turn the camera on. And it's I gone. looked up. It's gone. I crossed the street. I went down the... I walked in the direction of it. Gone. There was absolutely nothing in the sky anymore. Now, from where... Again, if it were a Mylar balloon, it would have been... It would have been hovering over the supermarket across the street from me, directly across the street. Right. Based on its size, it couldn't be more than 100 feet from me and maybe 20 feet in the air. Right. So I would have crossed the street and it would have literally been above me. Right. I walked across the street, looked all around, walked around the building, walked, to the, walked down the next block, 
And this is kind of an area, just this happened to be like in this little block or two area. There's not many trees there. It's fucking Atlantic Avenue. Yeah, yeah, you okay. Know, yeah. There's nothing there. Yeah. yeah, there's no trees there. It's a fucking eight lane. Uh, <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's just road. Yeah, it's an eight lane road. Exactly. So I'm like, there's no trees to be blocking my view or something that it could have gone behind. There's on the, there's, the highest building is the supermarket, which is only two floors. Yeah. Everything else is just, it's residential neighborhood. Yeah. Other than that. So there's nothing. There's nothing for three blocks around me. And this thing is just fucking gone. I looked for it for a good five or six minutes before I was like, fuck, I'm late to the dog appointment. <laughs> yeah, how, how, how long, how long do, you do you look, look for the, something, something that, you before know, you decide that it's gone? It's time to let it go. Yeah. Uh, you know, I gotta be honest with you, over my years, I remember seeing weird lights in the sky. Um, I remember this weird formation of lights. Um, it was like, they were like searchlights. Mm-hmm. But there was three of them, yeah, coming around. It could be one of a thousand different things, okay. Um, but was it? Mm-hmm. You know, there was no fair or anything like that in the area uh, to cause uh, this type of thing. Um, I'm not close enough to an airport to get those types of lights, yeah. But I could see it from my yard quite clearly, and I couldn't pinpoint where it was coming from. Because it looked like it was coming from three different areas, hmm. um, all to you know yeah. this one center spot. Uh, but I'm in New York, you know, and a lot of the weird things that I see in the sky is I attribute to oh, there's just some fucking thing going on that I'm not aware of. Yeah, you know. Um, but there's also a lot of unexplainable things out there. Yeah, you see, that's something else that I find interesting. When we were growing up. You saw a lot of sightings. There was always somebody who caught a, caught an alien ship on a on a video camera. Oh yeah, there was a show that was on TV uh, that sightings. Yeah, that used to show that stuff all the time. Yeah, and it was all over the place. And it was before we had the video cameras everywhere. Yeah, yeah, no. And that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going with this. In the 70s, 80s, 90s, people their film cameras, their video ones, especially when the three chip handheld, you know, handy cam things came out. Yeah. There were videotapes everywhere. Aliens, 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 aliens. But now we're in this age where everybody has a cell phone in their pocket. Everybody's got a camera. They got a computer They've in their got, pocket. Yeah, yeah, everybody has an HD camera in their pocket at this point. Yeah. How is it possible that there is not an influx based on the frequency of them 20 years ago? And the very rare aspect that one person had a, had a camera or not to see it, how is it possible that everybody has a camera in their pocket now, but there isn't nobody's, like nobody's looking? Yeah, before it was <laughs> one, before it was one in twenty people. Yeah, who now had a camera. It's now it's one, one in, in twenty who, who doesn't. Don't. Yeah, you know why is there not nineteen times more video video tapes of? UFOs in the sky. You know, uh, did did alien technology? Did they finally say, you know what, we got to go invisible? Well, they These just fuckers said, fuck are, the human race. They just left. We, we, there is nothing here. There is no advanced anything. <laughs> you know, uh, we got people making cat videos. You know, uh, <laughs> or or maybe they are reptilians and they just went back to the center of the earth. <laughs> uh, and they said, fuck this. I don't They're, think we'll ever really know. I don't think we'll ever really know, but it is kind of disconcerting that 
we do have all of this technology, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. just like that, the maybe they're still under war with Ed Harris. Oh, I didn't think about that. There you go. But with all this technology, we don't see the Bigfoots anymore. We don't see the Loch Ness. You know? Where is it? Where, where, How did this all, like, like exactly 20 what, years what ago? What happened to the Jersey Devil? 20 years uh, ago, 1 in 20, 1 in 50 people had a camera, and you had 100 videos of it. Now that everybody's got a fucking camera, where is it all? Yeah. Where's there, all the footage? There, where is the footage of the weird and I mean, the there's crazy? Still, there's still plenty of footage, but it doesn't seem to be that higher frequency like you, you think would you imagine would imagine because we have more people with the technology, we would have more yeah. sightings but of the But the sightings are still just as rare. Very, very. Very, very rare. Although when there is a sighting, you, there are many times where you get multiple angles at the same sighting. <laughs> which is... Which is what you would expect. I would totally expect that. I have. There are plenty of supposed sightings, like those twirling lights in the sky, all yeah. of a sudden that have shown yeah. up, and you get five different videos of it from different distances and all over, like Russia. There had to be ten different angles of that fucking thing. Yeah. When that happened in Russia, it was everywhere. It was. It happened again recently, and I saw at least three different videos of it. Right. So there are people, but you would think that there'd be more sightings. It's still. Not like a daily occurrence where you go on there. I mean, unless we're just not looking in the right areas, or, or you know, maybe back then it was just something that they showed on the news more often. Now they don't we show it. We should be looking the to the left. We're looking to the right. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Everybody's looking down at their cameras instead of looking up at the skies. <laughs> that's what it is. We're not seeing the aliens because they're too busy on Tinder. We're True. too busy swiping left. Left when we, we should, should be, be swiping right. We should be, you know, looking up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is uh, the the world's changed. Mm. Society has changed, and our imaginations have changed. We don't have the imaginations like we used to. We just don't. And I think a lot of the alien stuff, our sightings, mm. had to do with the fact that we used to have really, really wild imaginations. Yeah. And we used to not only just see things, we wanted to see things. And I also think it was easier to fake back then. Not that it's, e- not, 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 that it's I, not easy to fake it's now. It's easy to fake them now. It was it's easier, too easy to fake them now. Not even so much. Yeah, well, yes. But I think it was easier to fake it and get away with it back then. Okay. You That's know, what it is. I'll give you that. It's easier to fake it and, and make people believe it. Nowadays, no one believes anything. No. You don't believe shit anymore. No. Because technology is what it is, you're like, no, there's no way that's fucking real. Yeah. I mean, we, I've we, seen we, UFO we, videos that looked fucking incredible. Like, this is definitive evidence, and it turns out to be a video game commercial. <sighs> turns out to be some viral marketing scheme for, like, Halo 17 or something. Yeah. No, uh, that's another thing that's... Uh, We've become very jaded as a society. So we just don't believe. Yeah. Instead of I want to believe, we just, nah, I don't believe it. Okay. Uh, you know, Bigfoot was probably a guy walking around in a carpet outfit. I don't even remember the origins of the Jersey Devil. Mm. A Loch Ness monster, uh, you know, Nessie, yep. was probably an elephant taking a bath <laughs> from the nearby circus. If you look at the humps and you think about the nostril, Exactly what it was. Uh, the guy who does that said the guy who took that video says it was a um, it was a little toy submarine. A toy submarine. That's good. And he says he says it was a, a toy submarine that he shot at such an angle it looked like it was farther away than it was. It was a little toy submarine. It was this kid's. Toy. I'm still gonna go for the elephant. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, 
we used to want to believe that the universe was a bigger thing than it was. You talk to kids about aliens, and that's like, oh, that's science fiction stuff. Yeah. It's sad how our imaginations have become so jaded and how we used to have these very creative ideas for tricking people or pranking people yeah. and what it's become now. There's no more Travis Waltons in the world. And it's strange because the technology makes it so easy. I have an HD camera on my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm walking around. I can take a picture. It'll be clear. I can upload it onto yeah. my computer in seconds and put it on Facebook for the world to see. What is this weird thing? You know, and there's just no more weird things for us to document. Mm. Or it really was a hoax the whole time. It's quite possible. It, I'll tell you this much. If I had my video camera back then, if I was an adult <laughs> in the 80s and I had a video camera, oh, I'd be hoaxing shit all the time. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be throwing, my, I'd be throwing saucers up in the air all the time and saying, look at that fucking, look at the fucking thing, alien. I'd be in jail. I'd I mean, honestly, if I had a video camera back in the day, I'd be in jail right now. Well. That's the way it goes. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Uh, I think we're done. Are we? I think we're done. We're done. I think, I think that's Stick gonna, a fork in us. We're done. I think we're done. This week, I think we've. Uh, I think. I think we've. I think we're done this week on uh, on Channel X. I think we've uh, uh, pretty much pushed as far as we can before we start rambling on other directions and. Which we could probably do, but we probably we could, but yeah, we're, not we're not going, going to. to. We're no, tired. We're, yeah, we're not going to do that. So we're going to bid you all a farewell, uh, and lead you out with more music from "Without You, I'm Hunting Them." Love that. Love him, don't you? <laughs> Check them out at wekeepoddhours.bandcamp.com. And uh, if you have any uh, UFO sightings of your own, please oh, email please us. Share. Please share us. Please share it with us and email us at channelxpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, go on over to iTunes and subscribe to us and on Stitcher and Acast and uh, Player FM and all those other wonderful places. Get the get our video version of this on YouTube for any. We'll have some UFO footage to go along with this as well on the video. Mm. And uh, subscribe to us and tell us tell your friends. Give us some ratings. Give us some comments. Email us. Whatever you want to do. Follow us on Facebook. We're all over the place. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Slowly taking over the airwaves. We're under your bed. Look right now. Oh no. <laughs> So that's it for us, and we'll see you next time on What Lurks on Channel X. Good night.